Game Static, everyone. It's me. I'm back. Alex is still gone. He will maybe return one day. We don't know yet. But here we are, episode 76. We're going to go, regardless of where Alex is. He says he's going to be back in Horizon, but we'll see. But with me, I do have, of course, John with me. What's going on, John? Yeah, doing pretty good today. I'm in my uh, my temporary new spot, and uh, this week my old spot is actually taken. Yeah, as John's saying, this week we actually brought in a guest because I was like, Alex is gone. We got an open couch, so why not? So I have actually asked my friend Keontae to actually be on with us today. What's up, Keontae? What's good? You ready for this? Yeah, ready as I can be. All right. Well, we're going to see how this goes. It should be fun. Another interesting three-person conversation. But beforehand, I do got to mention that we do have a website. It is sparky3.com. You can come join us. Sign up for free. Membership is free. If you want to help support us, you can do a premium membership for $5 and get early access to shows a day early. Get access to premium blog posts and other things that we got going on on there. Besides that, we do also have our merchandise store, www.sparky3shop.com, where if you want to wear one of our logos, and we would appreciate it, you can buy one of those, whether it be a hoodie, shirt, fanny pack, mug. I think there's a couple other weird things on there, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if we can if we can come up with it, we'll we might put it on it. Yeah. And besides that, you can always keep up to date on everything we're doing with GameStetic on GameStetic Pod on Twitter, Animan Plus. Whenever we get back from that, once everyone comes back, and I don't have a one man show, and of course a terrible football show, which I believe has actually had their last episode currently until the season starts. Um, yeah, they're about to run out run out of content. Yeah, Super Bowl's coming up, so they're about to be done for a little bit. But they'll be back before, I forget what it's called, but preseason, training camp, something like that. I don't do sports. They'll, they'll, they'll name it something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, of course, if you are watching this on YouTube, we appreciate it. YouTube.com. Hit that subscribe button. Help us continue building our community, whether it be on YouTube or on the website. And with that, I think I hit all our plugs again. I don't know. If not, Alex will yell at me later. Yeah. We'll find out. Well, kind of like last week. If we missed him at the beginning, we'll put him at the end. <laughs> so, anything interesting this week? Any fun things? Uh, not a lot of not a lot of gaming this week. Uh, Lost Ark, about it. You know, we say that because in this, we both Sifu and Lost Ark came out, but I still managed to pick up a random game. I don't know if you saw me playing on Steam called Cardboard Kings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did see you playing that, and I looked at it. Oh, that did remind me. You know, a couple of weeks ago when I was shouting out that uh, Vampire Survivors game? Yeah, that weird thing. Yeah. Uh, at that time when I was playing it, it had like... Less than a thousand reviews on Steam. Not very, not very active. Don't tell me it skyrocketed. Oh my god, that game is popped off You're like crazy. Even, is this something you've picked up, Keontae? Uh, I haven't picked it up, but I saw on Steam that the uh, reviews were overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, at, I think at this point there's about forty thousand overwhelmingly positive reviews, and there's at any given time during the day about fifty thousand people playing it. What the hell? This. It's like, that's great to see, because they keep updating. It's getting an update like two times a week right now. Damn. It's just it's minor things, but, I mean, there's it's a relatively simple and small game, but it's done exceptionally well. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I randomly picked up Cardboard Kings, which is a management collector game where you more or less run a card shop and more or less run buying cards cheap, trying to sell them. 
helping building up your community there. I mean, it's a nice little just shut my brain off game. Yeah, because I, I saw it pop up and I was like, I'd never heard of this game, but I see card in the name, so it makes sense. Yes, because I have an obsession with playing card games. Just this time, I'm not actually playing the card game. I'm selling the card game. <laughs> well, nice to switch it up every now and then. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot. main thing besides that was Sifu and whatnot, which we'll get to at some point. That game's ridiculous. Yeah, I I didn't end up picking it up, but I and I didn't see, I didn't watch much on it, but the little I have seen, I mean, it looked crazy. But, yeah, like you said, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But what do we got going on, John? What has shown up this week? Well... Uh, looks like we might have had another video game movie flop. Woo! Not not sure if it's that big of a surprise, but, I mean, this one, uh, this was the Uncharted movie, which is currently sitting at a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, I didn't even realize that came out. I knew it was coming out. I didn't know, I didn't realize it was out already. The only thing I really got from this is, from this was that, for whatever reason, my phone likes to send me weird news articles. Was that there was apparently a thing that Mark Wahlberg, Wal- Mark Wahlberg, gifted uh, Tom Holland like some massage stick thing, and Tom Holland thought it was for self pleasure. Yeah, no, I I saw a brief like clip about that, and I was like, this is I don't know why this is showing up. And that was dumb. But yeah, that's just I mean, latest line and latest in a line of uh, many many. Not great movies. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's better than the ratings show, but from what I had seen in the trailer, I didn't really have high hopes for it. I was about to say I was sort of same. I mean, Alex will always continue to root for Sonic, and then we can only hope that uh, Mario does just this well, so we can get Sonic Mario and Sonic Olympics live action film. Well, I mean, at least there with the with the Mario one, they've just gone, they've gone for it. Oh it, yeah, it, no. It, it, With regardless cast, of it's if it's a good movie or not, it's gonna be a movie that people are gonna watch just to hate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, at this point, people don't really expect anything from it when you're throwing this many big name actors at it. It's gonna be weird. I mean, you like point. regardless, it's gonna seem strange hearing hearing all these actors we know about. With those voices. We'll forever be cursed with Bowser forever being voiced by Jack Black. Oh, yeah. That's the highlight. Like he's going to make a stellar performance, but it's still going to be an interesting movie. Yeah, we'll see. Christmas time. Uh, and then we had, uh, looks like Red Dead Redemption 2 has officially passed 43 million copies uh, since launch. And we still don't have a next-gen version. I mean... It is sort of funny, though, that Red Dead still doesn't have a next-gen, but GTA V has ascended five different generations. Well, I mean, and it's both made by Rockstar. I mean, yeah, Red Dead Redemption sold a lot of copies. I'm not You can't discredit $43 million. I mean, you can't. But, the, but they know where their money is. I mean, Red Dead Redemption is an amazing game. Uh, but yeah, GTA V is just... We don't need westerns. We got gangs and planes and boats. So it's like that game's gonna keep selling. People are gonna keep buying it. If we release a next gen version, doesn't matter when, they'll buy it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then 
Speaking of Rockstar, they've also officially and finally announced that GTA 6 is in active development. I mean, all right. I mean, we knew it was at least somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, get the get the official announcement from them, and it, it's kind of an overwhelming meh, I think, I because everybody's say, still playing GTA Five. And I mean, it was just that it's in development. They didn't say anything else, so we may not see that till like twenty twenty five, twenty six, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Now we're just gonna keep getting the question of when's it actually coming out. You know, what one game that actually some articles popped up about. Which might we might actually see this year? That's been in like almost a decade of development and switching uh, developers. Dead Island Two. I w- I almost said the wrong name. <laughs> I had I was I was gonna throw it out there. I almost, for some reason I almost said Dying Light. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did just have Dying Light Two last week, but no, but yeah, Dead Island Two is apparently a game that may show up this year randomly after almost a decade of developers switching and. Game development hell. Yeah, I saw this pop up, and I, I, um, my immediate reaction was, I forgot they said they were going to do that. I never, I never forgot because I played the shit out of Dead Island One. Did either of y'all play it? Nope. Uh, I picked it up and played it briefly, but it's not one I ever like sat down and actually tried to do a like a playthrough of. Yeah, because I mean, Dead Island had some ridiculously good just cinematic trailers, like. I still actually have favorite of the original Dead Island trailer. That's the sort of reverse seeing the uh, zombie falling out of the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is a ridiculously good trailer. Yeah, that's something people can maybe look forward to as a random Dead Island revival in the franchise. I, I mean, it'll come out. And, I mean, as long as, as long as they do some good promotion for it, people will probably want to want to jump in and give it a try. That or, I mean, people like you out there who've never forgotten. I mean, it would be a nice sort of transition because there's not a whole as many zombie games as way back then during this zombie freaking era that everyone had to hit something zombie or horde mode. Yeah, that's true. They've kind of it's kind of fallen off a little bit. Yeah. And then I, I don't understand this next thing that that we have on here. Why not? <laughs> Is it? It's it's not a typo, is it? Oh it's no, that's de- that's definitely a typo. Okay. And I was gonna call Alex out on okay, it, so here we go. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna assume million on this. Well, yes, but I was also gonna mention that it's Fire Emblem Three Houses and not Fire Emblem Heroes. Okay, that's I've been so confused looking at this. So what it says on here is Fire Emblem Heroes has the made nine hundred and fifty nine dollars. <laughs> Since launch. And the game is still actually, was just announced Tuesday, I think. Uh, yeah, I've been looking at this <laughs> since I got over, since I <laughs> since I had originally seen it. And I'm like, I'm just not going to call it out until the show. So I assume it means Fire Emblem Three Houses has sold $959 million. Has made that much. I thought it made more than that, but I, I'm, hell, I didn't. I didn't put it on there, so that we might this this little segment you might just disregard a little bit. And depending on what editor Alex does, it may just disappear. <laughs> yeah, I was reading that, and that's why I was so confused oh, earlier. No, no, oh, okay. we got it. Says you put in here. No, it's Fire Emblem Heroes, not Three Houses, and it has been updated to million. So, 
Okay. Okay. I don't. I'm not sure which one that is then. I really don't know which one that is now. That the, it's not the mobile game, is it? It might be. I forget that there's a mobile game. So yeah, disregard this segment. We don't know what <laughs> right, we we've got there in the end. We'll, <laughs> I'll do a redo of it real quick. Fire Emblem Heroes has made nine hundred and fifty nine million dollars since launch. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, got it in one. All right. Uh, oh man. And didn't didn't think we'd be coming back around to this, but uh, yeah. Platinum Games still really wants to to revive Scalebound. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember this. I remember this when it was uh, announced that it was canceled. Yeah. Do you remember what this was, Keontae? I have no idea what Scalebound is. So Scalebound was the going to be the open world, hey, I have a dragon backing me. Go fuck that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and more or less, you're going to play with this dragon partner who... You trained up and everything and just... I got a big-ass dragon. I mean, it looked very good. You can still find some of the old gameplays, but it looks solid. I think it was originally announced for Xbox One, wasn't it? I, th- I think so, when it was originally talked about. Okay. But yeah, and everything. And then after, like, four years after it was announced, it suddenly came out that it was being canceled. Yeah, because it just it went quiet for a while, and then... It was kind of like, when are we going to hear? Oh, it's gone. Yeah. And everyone thought it was pretty much gone. And But now? Yeah. Apparently, uh, Hideki Kayama, uh, if I butchered that, then uh, apologies, uh, has been talking about it for a while and that he still wants to talk to Microsoft about it. Uh, apparently, he's quoted saying, I'd like to appeal to Phil Spencer directly. Let's do it, Phil. And uh, the Platinum Inn president, Atushi Inaba, uh, often in an interview, you might hear a developer politely saying, yeah, if we had the opportunity, we'd love to work on that again. But we don't mean it in that way. Both Kayama and I are serious. We would love to work on Scalebound again, and, and I would love to discuss it with Microsoft properly. I mean, it would definitely be an interesting game to see come back, considering... I think we've had a few other games out there that were sort of a monster companion games that were fairly well received from my remembrance, but none were as action focused as what Scalebound was going to be. Yeah, I'd I'd probably have to go back and look at look at some of what it was before again just to just to get a better idea of it. But I mean, it'd be nice to see them like like kind of just be like. Microsoft be like, you know what? Yeah, give it a shot. See what you can do. See, it's like t- spend a little time working on it. Here's a little cash. Show us, show us your updated version. I mean, yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, we know Microsoft has the money. Yeah, they've been. They're not afraid <laughs> to flex that. You're mentioning a uh, scalebound and the whole monster fighting for you. Kind of reminds me of like, I think it's a Korean game that's in the works. It's kind of it kind of gives me like Pokemon vibes where you kind of run around this huge glamorous city. And you have, like, these little guys that follow you around. I think the one that sticks out to me the most is, like, a little panda guy, but I can't remember what the game is. You talking about Dokev? It might be that. Is it the one where your character's kind of like a little kid running around? Yeah, no, the game that's yeah. being done by the Black uh, Black Pearl team. Or Black, I can't, Black Desert team. Pearl Sorry. Abyss. Pearl Abyss, yes. 
I was I knew it was in there somewhere. <laughs> you get you got all of the aspects in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm looking forward to when that comes out. Because back when they announced that, freaking that trailer was awesome. The gameplay looks actually fairly interesting, but I still don't know what it's doing. Yeah, I, yeah because I mean the trailer, while while pretty cool, you couldn't tell what the fuck was happening. Other than they made a new engine and it looks stellar. Yeah, it was just it was a lot of lot of colors, a lot of flashing lights in there, not a lot of knowing what was happening. And the only thing we've gotten since then was a weird dance scene with the characters, which was really weird. That's that's literally the only other thing we've gotten about Dokev. I mean, sometimes that's all you need from him. And whatever. <laughs> but getting past all that stuff, actually hitting up some of the talking points we got this week. So this week, like we've already mentioned of something that was announced from, the Nintendo Direct came out this week, and it was a pretty big Direct. We honestly got quite a bit of things out of it. And one of the bigger things that came out of it Everything besides its last announcement of Xenoblade Chronicles 3, all this is planned to have content out by no later than June. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a bit of a curveball I'd say that Nintendo's throwing at us. Normally, we don't get information on games that are coming out the same year, much less like in the same half of the year. And not this much content. Yeah, normally it'd be like, okay, here's a here's a here's a forty five minute direct on four games coming out in a year and a half, and then here's all the bunch of retro stuff we're upping. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, but one yeah. of the big ones that I got from this was, and I know Alex was big, probably happy about was from, of course, Koei Tecmo, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors: The Three Hopes, which is planned to come out at June twenty fourth at this time which seems to be, it's a Warriors game and an alternate timeline from Three Houses. So it's Three Houses characters, but a s- different timeline where you don't join one of the factions as Baelith and end up offing the other two. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, hell, it looked like a Koei Tecmo game. Oh, it's Koei Tecmo. <laughs> it has Warriors. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a Warriors game with, I mean, with Fire Emblem characters. I mean, which is which is what it is. Koei Tecmo knows their stuff. It's going to be interesting to do a Koei Tecmo game with a dragon rider, shooting your bow, and then just random dragon. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it looks interesting. I mean, I'm not usually big on the Warriors games, but I, I, like you said, I know Alex is going to be excited about this one. Yeah. And, I mean, speaking of Koei Tecmo, next week I got... Nice Warriors Nine Empires. Yeah. Koei Tecmo. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just quickly run through the kind of the list of stuff that came out, and then we'll we'll circle back on uh on some of these more notable ones. We had Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Camp on uh, April four eight eight yeah April eighth. I was trying to get the month. <laughs> uh. And then we, we got No Man's Sky apparently coming to the Switch uh, this summer, which that that one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, we got Mario Strikers Battle League on 610. Uh, we got another look at Splatoon 3, uh, Front Missions first remake, and Front Missions 2 remake uh, coming later. Uh, Disney Speedstorm. Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection, 
uh, Gundam Battle Alliance. We got a Chrono Cross remaster on uh, 4.7. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Uh, we got another look at that. And Kirby Mouthful Mode. We got Klonoa. 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 One and two. We got a Portal Collection. Uh, we got Love Alive. What? Live Alive. Live Alive. Love, Love alive? alive is a completely different thing. <laughs> close. I got close. No, one's idols. The other one's a bunch of people being killed. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's two sides of the same coin. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know what coins you're flipping then. Uh, we got a a updated version of, or we got a new version of their sports lineup from Wii Sports. We got Switch Sports now. Uh, we got another look at uh, Project Tri- or Triangle Strategy, not Project. Uh, Metroid Dreads getting a free update, including uh, Dread Mode and Rookie Mode. And we, we're getting Earthbound and Earthbound Beginning uh, coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, and we're getting... Uh, I guess we I guess we need to bash those uh, Mario new Mario Kart uh, kind of thoughts we were having a couple weeks ago because uh, we got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC announced. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, and then the the big one the big one at the end was uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 releasing in September. So yeah, overall this was a very good list of announcements, you know, everything, and that's not quite everything. There's a few things that uh, wasn't missed, that was missed, like what you were mentioning early, John, the Taiko Drums game, the Rhythm game. Yeah, it was Taiko no Tatsujin, uh Rhythm Festival, uh, which was announced as well, uh, where the game, I believe it comes, comes with 75 songs, mm-hmm. but uh, in a surprise move from Nintendo, also includes a in-game subscription service uh, that gives you access to over 500 songs. Which, as far as John and me was aware, this is probably the first time Nintendo's had anything like that on one of their consoles. Yeah, because they've, they've started getting more comfortable dipping their toes into DLC. They're not a, they're not afraid of that anymore. But as far as just... Obviously not with friggin' Nintendo N64 being friggin' 60 bucks. Yeah, and then... <laughs> But them just straight having a subscription to a singular game in their library, I when I, I that was the immediate draw that I had, uh, or the immediate thing that popped out to me when I was watching the direct was they they said in game subscription. I went wait a second, Nintendo, what are you doing here? <laughs> this isn't Rock Band. But yeah, so that was that was just an like something I found interesting f- from that announcement because. Yeah. Very, very new for them. I don't know if this is them just dipping their toe in to see how popular it is or how well-received it is, and then they might think, you know, we might be able to be able to do this for a couple other games. Yeah. But uh, one thing I do want to ask you, because I know we've talked, and you said you're not a big Nintendo person and messing with that stuff. How do just hearing these things, just what at a sort of piques your interest slightly of what's coming out this year from Nintendo? Well, I've never played a Xenoblade game, but... I've understood the hype behind it, so Xenoblade Chronicles 3 coming out is something that kind of piques my interest and might make me sit down and actually go back to play the games. And the Mario, or not, I think it was the Mario Strikers one? Yeah. Yeah, that one just seems fun. Did you ever play the original Strikers on GameCube? Nope. 
See, this one came out of nowhere because, like, with Strikers, I was just like, we're never getting another Strikers. We get baseball and tennis. We're never getting another Strikers. And they announced this. I was like, what are you doing, Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, the, when it when the uh, announcement started for it, I was a little confused at first. It's second, the second it came up, I went, oh, okay. Yeah, there's some people are going to be happy about this one. Yeah, I mean, Strikers, as far as I was concerned, was one of the better sports games for me, at least. It's just, it looks ridiculous with the whole uh, equipping gear and then having the, like, special shots and everything, which is traditional Nintendo. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give all your all your wacky characters their own special special abilities. But but yeah, that was that was one that kind of jumped out at me. That was like this is gonna be this is gonna be one of the ones that people are gonna like. One of the other ones that sort of jumped at me out was uh, Chrono Cross. Yeah, the remaster of that I saw that I went. I could pay to get it again, but I got an original copy over here. <laughs> Yeah, not everybody's going to want to go out and get the original copies. I mean, it'll be good because I, looking at it, the remastered update for graphics one looks very nice and will give it a lot of people a chance to play a very good classic JRPG with one of the bigger initial companion rosters that a lot of people have missed from this generation one on or never had a chance to play it back when it was on, like, I don't remember what system it was exactly on. I think it was PlayStation on because... Yeah, because I say I have an original copy because I have the one that's on that was remastered for DS actually, and I believe the original is actually is on PlayStation. Okay, but yeah, I'm starting to notice a little trend that my, uh, Nintendo's getting into a little bit where they're they're liking to start grabbing up some of these older JRPGs yes. and get the remasters for them. Yep, and that's uh, great for Switch because one is like as long as they keep the price reasonable, which they. They've been better about with some of their older games or their remaster games. Um, just the fact of it being on the Switch, people people are likely to pick it up just to give it a try. Yeah, and then people people that are big fans of the, like the original games or big fans of them of JRPGs in general want want to go back and try some of the more classic games are more than likely going to pick it up. And like some of these being remasters means putting it on the Switch. You ain't got to worry about the performance or anything either. No, because one thing that a lot of people said, Switch doesn't have the biggest hardware, but it can run one of these older games which doesn't need necessarily as much uh, hardware and whatnot, processor software. Um, versus one of their mainline games, Kirby. What the heck do y'all think about the big mouthful thing? Amazing. You think it's amazing? Yes, amazing. <laughs> the whole giant, I can't fit into my mouth. <laughs> I just think it was it's just comical to see Kirby inhale an entire car and then become a car. I'm I've I'm not I've personally I don't have strong opinions on this game. I know you and Alex have been looking at it. I mean, it, I'm going to play this. And I saw this and I went, "Oh man, I'm glad I wasn't excited about it." <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I enjoy the Kirby series and I like the Kirby series, but I mean, I saw the mouthful thing and I was like, "Interesting mechanic." I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to deal with the car because it looks like it may haunt dreams. Because <laughs> you know the old Stephen King book turned film, uh, Christine, the, about the friggin' yep. <laughs> the killer car <laughs> that hunts people down? Because that's literally all I could see was now that just vehicle covered by a big pink thing. I oh, mean, you can, 
you know what? I will let you have fun eating all your weird objects and turning into them. <laughs> I can become a boomerang. The you, vending can, you can become whatever you want to, man. The vending machine is honestly the best transformation. I forgot no. that they should have the, the vending machine. Ironically, that was like I, I had flipped away from it uh, during the direct at first and went back and... And when I came back to it, it was showing the vending machine. And I was like, oh, my, what did I come back to? But, I mean, overall, this was, like, I think the first big gameplay we got to see. I mean, it looked good. It looked interesting. I'm still looking forward to it. Uh, saving the Waddle Dees again, trying to build a city. Uh, are, are either of you at all interested in the uh, the Switch Sports nope. variation that came out? Really? It seems interesting. It just reminds me of Wii, uh, Wii Sports. Yeah, that's what it's supposed it's to. It's what it is. It's, it's an a, updated version. Oh, it's, it's just it's just them going. People liked Wii Sports. We probably should have done this sooner. So for people to know, what's actually going to be on this is bowling, tennis, uh, chambra, soccer, badminton, volleyball, and apparently golf is going to be added at some point this year for free. Yeah, the golf is coming. That's uh, honestly the golf is the one I'm more excited about playing it. I know it there's something about it, playing virtual golf that's fun, okay? We never picked up freaking Mario Speed golfing because I knew you guys weren't going to buy it. I mean, fair enough, but <laughs> I've learned better than I've, I've learned better than buy games because you guys say you're going to buy them. But no, the during the direct, it was man, they got a Nintendo needs to stop doing these like awkward segments where they just Oh yes, where they, where they just try to show off the like the motion <laughs> controls on the you, switch. I know you just saw the cliffhanger, Kelly, but did you see freaking? Uh, I forget their names, but it was two of the executives trying to play volleyball. On mm-hmm. the- oh no, they, it, I thought they were playing. Uh, was it volleyball? It was volleyball. Oh, I was thinking badminton for some reason. Yeah, they just they took like a couple minutes in the middle of the direct to play an online volleyball switch sports game with their Wii people so of course they got their ridiculous heads and it's just the showing the gameplay and the two of them on Sega. well the worst part is they had a guy <laughs> commentating it like it was right. impact <laughs> at the so, esports yeah. commentator so yeah no you got you got these two old japanese guys and then some random white guy doing live <laughs> translation for all of us here in the west yeah then uh we uh, pr- Triangle Strategy uh, got announced. Got announced that a uh, new demo was going to be available for it uh, that would go to Act Three, and it has been confirmed that uh, the demo can carry over to the full game. See, that was actually a very nice announcement. I know you and Alex are looking forward to this game. I was sort of, eh, it's there, but because of the demo thing, I might actually try to mess with it, see how it is. I mean, not a whole lot of games out there that. First off, get demos nowadays, and secondly, allow you to actually transfer content over. Yeah, because they had a they had a demo previously, but I think they've updated the game since then. Uh, and I knew that they had, they had said they were, or I thought I'd heard they said they were going to do another uh, demo for it with kind of like a more updated version. Uh, but I'm a little I'm hesitant on demos because I'm I don't replay games or like kind of like story games as yeah. much as I used to anymore. So I'm a little hesitant to play through the beginning portions of games multiple times because I'm less likely to want to play through it when the game actually comes around. Yeah. So the fact that 
you can carry it through means that I'll be much more likely to actually play the demo. And I feel like a lot of people will be that way, especially if people were on the fence about it and now they got three chapters worth of content, which just the first chapter alone with most games like this is a lot of just narrative. So really get into and try and fill it out. Um, and then the last big thing that we've mentioned several times is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 being announced, which if I remember correctly, there was rumors about it coming out and people were sort of waiting for it, but actually getting the actual full announcement, actually seeing some cinematics from it, a little bit of gameplay here and there. I know nothing about Xenoblade Chronicles besides Shulk and people being mad that the boob changing bar was removed from 2 in the West version. Yeah, I played... Didn't play a lot of Xenoblade 2. I played like the first third of Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, didn't stop for any particular reason, but I may go back and actually try to play through and finish those games before, or maybe not before this one comes out, but play them to get more used to the games again before this one comes out. Yeah, because the big thing with this is apparently it's going to be a conflict of the two futures from Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2. So some time loop shenanigans. Yeah, why not? I don't know. It'll it'll be it'll be interesting. People people love Xenoblade, so uh, uh, pretty sure pretty sure they were all excited about this. <laughs> hey, here's a nice little uh, thing I just got up for an article. Lost Ark becomes the second most played game in Steam history after just 24 hours. Uh, I heard about that earlier. It actually. Top CSGO, because at first it was number three, and it passed CSGO earlier today, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because a uh, little, little bit of launch trouble yesterday. Servers were down. The servers were supposed to be up in the morning. Yeah, that was and funny. Then, and then they went they went down, took longer than expected to actually get them up, and then took them, I believe they took them down again because they thought characters might be getting lost from the, like the three days early. Took it down to just to confirm that wasn't happening. Yeah, no, that was apparently a trend this week because Sifu also had some issues with that. What? So people could have pre-ordered the deluxe version of Sifu to get access to it a day early because it came out on Tuesday, but people could get it early access on Monday. But specifically on PS4, people were locked out of downloading it once ever uh, midnight hit, which it got fixed after a couple of hours, but people got real pissy about it. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like, especially for something like that. It's like a yeah, mid, they paid mid, extra. Mid, midnight unlock, you're paying to get it early, but then the time hits and you you're not allowed to download the game. I if, mean, if you're staying up to to get it or play it right when it unlocks, then I could see the annoyance there. I mean, I understand the annoyance, and I am in agreement with it. Not saying that people shouldn't be annoyed. I was annoyed by the fact that people were getting all uppity and just immediately demanding refunds and whatnot, even though Slow Clap immediately addressed it, got with PlayStation, and got it done as soon as possible. Yeah, especially for like something like that. Your game, the early portion of your game drops doesn't work on one platform. Yeah, because on PlayStation 5 and PC, it was apparently fine. Everyone else, it was just specifically PS4. But I mean, uh, before we move on to the other games, I mean, any last things on the Direct? Uh briefly touch on the Mario Kart DLC because we had talked yeah we had talked and we're no real like information but we we're pretty sure that a Mario Kart 9 was going to be coming out 
mainly just because of how long it's been and thinking, well, if they're going to do anything with it after this amount of time, they're going to make a new game. You know what Lo they do? Lo and behold, DLC time. Uh, so just brief rundown, uh, 48 tracks from past Mario Kart games will be released over uh, until 2023 in six waves. Uh, this uh, this will be added to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack like Animal Crossing was uh, earlier in the year. And yeah, I'm pretty sure that just kills Mario Kart 9 for this iter- this generation of Switch. We we'll probably won't get it until they decide to make a new console. They're going to milk Mario Kart like they milk Smash. <laughs> Oh man, they're gonna mil- they're milking Mario Kart like like uh, Rockstar milks GTA Five. Oh, no, GTA Five at least goes to new consoles. <laughs> hey, hey, they don't they don't need it to go to new new consoles because it's still their number one selling game. Is it still? I'm pretty. I, I don't think it's ever been topped. I'm th- I think you're right. But yeah, that, that I just wanted to briefly touch on that before we uh before we jumped into uh. Your, I guess your thoughts on Sifu here, since you're the one who played it. I mean, I enjoy Sifu. See, I didn't have to deal with the nonsense of not downloading, because I was like, I don't need it a day early. I'm already going to hate myself playing it. So, Sifu, for anyone who doesn't know, is a action-adventure fighting roguelite. Think more, I like to tell people, think of it more of a fighting game roguelite. Because for the casual players, this is going to kick your ass. There's nothing else about it because it's a true to the martial arts part of it. You have to actively learn combos and be able to beat the AI because they there's only one difficulty and that's it. You don't get to choose. It just knocks you into that sucker. Uh, apparently there are difficulties coming soon yes. or coming. I don't know how soon, but it looks like they're having an easy difficulty and then an ultra hard mode on the way. Yes. Yeah, so, one difficulty for all the casual people, then the other mode for all the mad lads out there who went, eh, this isn't hard enough. <laughs> so I'm actually thinking about picking it up. Is it on Steam or is there a different... It is on Steam, PS4, and PS5. Okay, yeah. Or I, actually, I don't know if it's specifically on Steam, but there is a PC release out it's, there somewhere. I think it's Epic Games exclusive. I was about to say, I said Steam, but I didn't think that because I didn't remember seeing it on Steam. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Epic Games exclusive for right now. Mm. Well, yeah. I'll probably pick it up then. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Uh, I would hate to try and play this on PC. Because, I mean, I like fighting games, and I enjoy the controller. PC just seems no. You just play it on PC with a controller. Yeah. I mean, I would, but I would think in, like, keyboard would oh, be yeah, a nightmare. No. Yeah. But, um... I mean, I'm having fun with it. It looks visually good. Uh, it starts you off playing as the final boss you show up to a school murder everybody in it um it was apparently the school he got trained at and kills everyone kills 12 year old you um like the game doesn't get meant it doesn't get mentioned in any of the trailers one night but there's weird mystical crap going on because straight up in the opening scene when the guy's just like come out and you get out of the cupboard he's like uh oh well kill him Kill it. Dude literally cuts your head off. They walk away, and then the kid has the friggin' weird talisman things that ages you and just gets back up. Yeah, because this 
this is like when this game, like the thing with it is when you die, you age, right? Yeah. So the whole mechanic with the roguelite is that you have this talisman that has these coins on it. And every time you go down, you can rise again and continue fighting, but you gain age. And how it works is you gain an age for every death you've had. So you go down once, you go up one. So you start at 20, go down, and go to 21. If you go down again, it goes up to 2. You go from 21 to 23. 3, 23 to 26, so on and so forth. And how that mechanic works is more or less as each time you go down, you can actually spend the experience you've earned at this point to go ahead and get yourself some skills that you can immediately reuse in getting back up. Or you can just get back up and it goes up and every segments of 10... Um, coin breaks and you get older your visual looks changes you get some wrinkles scars here and there hair changes and you do more damage now but you also have less health so how old are you well in this run i am currently 25 how old were you uh if i count up all my runs 565. Out of uh, how many runs? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I feel like he's just finding the most difficult way to answer this question possible. <laughs> out of six runs, because you can max out at about round 70 or so. Okay. So you, you, so you found the max. Yeah, there is a max, because you start at 20, there's five coins, it breaks about every 10, so. Okay. So... Depending on how much you get your ass kicked, you end up being somewhere in the 60, 70 range when you die. Okay, so if you if you, if you you max it out, is that just run over? Yeah, it runs over. And the real hard part about this is that, so you can earn, by getting XP, by beating people up, you can get skills and other things to be able to combo and things like that. And you unlock it for that run. If your run dies, you lose all that. So it's a complete reset. The only way to keep it is by in your run, paying for it initially, unlocking it, and then paying that same cost five more times will unlock it permanently, and you now have it in all your runs. So that's sort of a brutal mechanic, especially for casual people who don't want to put in a lot of time because, like, literally for me, after having played for about four days before getting access to Lost Ark, I've only played the first two levels, the... Warehouse area, which I can never remember the name of, and the club. And I've literally just been grinding those two levels for XP to unlock skills permanently. So I can just combo. Because, as I said, I've mentioned this before, speedrunning in this game will look fantastic once people get it down. It'll look like a straight up just martial arts movie. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was I was laughing at that a little bit. Because there's two two mindsets behind, I guess, how to... How to complete runs in this you either beat your head against the wall and just go through it or you take the zach mentality and you go no fuck this i'm i'm i know how to grind yes <laughs> yeah there's that so you either beat your head against it until you manage to win or you do my thing and grind because i mean i got decades of mmo i can grind this shit ain't this shit's easy that's what i was that's what i was thinking when you said you can unlock it permanently by by doing it the five times I'm like well that just sounds like it just sounds like you get you get that portion of it down pat, and then you're good. Yeah, no, literally, because, like, as I said, I've been playing the first two levels just over and over, and there's a weird detective board where you, any, like, clues or items you pick up in the level you just keep, and that doesn't disappear. You keep that throughout all your runs. So, like, because you can 
get keys that let you unlock, that let you go through doors early in the levels that let you just skip a bunch of stuff if you want to, and more or less just streamline the bosses and things like that for future runs. And, uh, like, the first two levels, I've gotten freaking down pat. Freaking, because you start at 20. The first time I ran the first level and fought the guy who's called the botanist, who's the one who actually beheads you in the opening scene, the first time I fought him, I left that level at age 56. Atta boy. He whooped my ass. <laughs> Him and all his goons beat the shit out of me. And I went to the club at 56. I got knocked out. I went down like three times and my run was over. After like two days of playing, I've gotten to the point where I'm only at, I go down three times. And which I forgot to mention when I was playing the death thing, there's special stronger mooks who, if you beat them, if they're like a side boss or something, it takes a mark away from your death counter. Okay. Or you can also use the shrines that are spread throughout the levels to spend XP to just zero out your death counter as well. Because there's a shrine that you can find throughout the level that lets you get like bonuses. There's three bonuses based on whatever your age is. Three bonuses based on your score for that level, and then three based on whatever XP you've earned at that time. Okay. But, yeah, no, I went from getting my ass kicked and being, like, 56 by the time I'm finished level to I beat him. I'm only well, – actually, I think back, I did a better run just yesterday, and I'm actually finished it at 23, so I went down twice. It's a lot of learning, man. Yeah. I, I assume with, with that, like you were saying, like, for speed running and that – it kind of gets to a point where, like, you f- you find the combos that work for you yes. in a sense, and then it's a matter it's muscle memory at that point. Yeah. And I appreciate sort of at least the level designs because each level is very unique, and e- also the enemies are actually unique. So, like, the first level, they're fairly standard, just grunts. You can just beat through them with your quick attacks and whatnot, and things like that. If you do combos, great, it makes it simpler, but it's not necessary. And there's actually a lot of weapons lying around to help you just beat people's faces in. Versus the club, you need a little bit more coordination. Your quick attacks don't always work as well, and you need to coordinate and then your heavy attacks more. If you want to use a weapon, you have to be more interacting with the environment, throwing people into stuff to break things, picking it up, and just using it. There's a skill you can get where people throw bottles or things at it. You catch it and just throw it back at them like an asshole. Um, so I appreciate how... Also, each of the enemies also sort of progress with you on each stage, at least so far I've experienced. Yeah. So it sounds like the, the club level is kind of like the harsh reality where you go through the first one and you're like, you don't have to do all the fancy stuff, but yeah. you can. And then so if you go through it being like, oh, this wasn't too bad, finally make your way through and beat it and then get to there and you go, oh, shit. Yeah, the club's more or less... Now you got to use some combos. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you you spend a few hours getting your ass kicked in the first level, finally beat it, and and then it goes. Oh, here's the game. Yeah, I mean, I've still be having fun with it because, like, even though it is sort of a head banging game, uh, every time I would play it, I would get wrecked by the fighter who's the boss of the club, who's got his giant ass staff. Oh, that's a pillar, and wrecks my shit every time. Still. Um, I'll get destroyed. I'll set my controller down. I'll turn on my PS4. Start looking at my computer and go, shit. Just turn my PS4 back and load that back up. I was like, I'm going to go again. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been over like, having fun with it and just grinding and whatnot, learning the combos and things like that because 
it feels good once you actually hit those combos because like one of the similar combos I've learned is just uh and like it's very fluid too. So like it's sort of a forward forward kick, leg sweep, punch him on the ground, pick him up, push him back, then chase him with fist. And like it's all very fluid. So like as your animation is finishing up with one, you can go ahead and put in your input for the next one and it just go straight into it. So it's very fluid, feels nice, even when like if you're in the middle of fighting, the weapons near you, if you press circle, you just sort of hit, pick it up, and then you can just immediately throw it, and it's all just very fluid. Okay. So they've kind of, it seems like they've kind of nailed down, like, the the feeling of satisfaction of, like, learning. Yes. Once you get it down and everything, and then the mystical crap I was talking about was, so in the boss fights, like, the first one against the botanist, you're fighting him in this warehouse that's got a greenhouse growing these purple flowers. That's a drug that's being sold by them. And, like, you get him down, because at least so far each boss has two phases. You get him down to half health. You do a takedown maneuver. You start doing, they stop you. And then it goes in the second phase of the fight. And you go from fighting in a warehouse greenhouse to fighting in a bamboo forest. I mean, that's just some <laughs> drugs kicking in. <laughs> And fighting into a bamboo forest where he's just jumping out of the bamboos, cutting you. You pick up a bamboo stick, start fighting his machete with your bamboo stick. <laughs> Which shouldn't work, mind you. Nah, it works. <laughs> if you ever cut you down a bamboo, you know how hard it is. I mean, yeah. it, it can, but still. Oh, don't worry, he dulled the blade cutting you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then, like, at the club, you're going through the club and everything, and you just get to a point where you have to go through a trial for the disciples that the guy has started because he's running a fight club dojo thing. There's no, there's a story here, but it's not really explained. You just sort of see it. And if you follow along, great. If not, and you go through the trials and just suddenly you're in a club and now you're in a burning Chinese city, which a real trick to it was as you're going through it, if you're paying attention they use the exact same level design for the club, but instead of being the club now, it's this burning city, which is a, which is a nice little touch that's changed. Yeah, you're suddenly just from middle of an urban city to middle of fucking nowhere. Hmm. So they never mention the weird, weird mystical stuff, so it's just sort of thrown at you. <laughs> I figured, they've probably figured, you know, at that point, at that point, you're you're not worried about that too much. You're just trying to survive. <laughs> I mean, I've sort of seen it coming by the fact that you're some guy that just keeps getting up, and as every time you get up, you're suddenly growing a beard, a ponytail, you're turning gray and all, and they're just like, what's going on? <laughs> He's been there for a long time, man. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, I enjoy the game. If you're interested in... Have, trying to play a game with some actual skill level and whatnot and wanting to learn things and whatnot, I'd say definitely say pick it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up picking it up because, like I said before, it's been it's been on my list for this year. Uh, so I will I will definitely be picking it up. I don't know when, but it'll be relatively soon. Yeah. Same. Yeah, overall fun, but the big game of the week, the game that everyone's playing, Steam's number two most played, Lost Ark. Yeah, which number two for now? We'll I'll I'll be interested to see where where those numbers sit in a in a few weeks. I assume they'll still be pretty high. Uh, I assume because hell, most of the people I play games with have been waiting on this game to actually come out. So 
you know, with this game's success, I still find it funny because it's Amazon who's picked it up and is being the publisher for it. This is a stark change versus their first game into this market of Crucible. <laughs> yeah, because Crucible, the difference is Crucible was, was kind of janky. It was. And uh, not smooth. No. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, them just, them just kind of publishing this one, it helps out. Yeah. But uh, I think the I think the person who has the most experience over here is uh, Keontae there. And this is the reason he's a guest this week. Because versus all of us, I'm at like two hours because I waited till the game came out. I didn't want to fork up money for it because I had Sifu. John, you said you're about at I'm, 16. I'm somewhere between 16 and 18 hours. And Keontae, you're at the grand total of? Uh, around 50, 60 with my current playthrough of the game right now with uh, 11 hours on two characters. Yeah, I still got one, everybody. <laughs> well, um, I can't remember what game it was. Oh, Sifu. Um, similar to Sifu, the uh, pre-order bonus thing where you could play three days early for Lost Ark actually had a really big hiccup with Steam servers where you could preload the game, and if you had preloaded it the night before, you would try to launch the game, and the file verification would just, like, crash. And it was down for, I think two hours, two or three hours before you could actually even get in the game. So they crashed to the opening early access and then opening a free. <laughs> yep. This is just the week for crashing. Uh, I mean, they're kind of on top of it, though, because uh, their their launch day hiccup, I mean, the, it was down for most of the day. It, I mean, hell, it was supposed to come out in the morning for us, and it came out at, I think it, finally came up at about 3.30 p.m. Uh, or something. But at, le- for, at least for the next few days, anybody that logs into the account gets three, day, uh, three days of the Crystalline Aura buff. I was curious why I suddenly got that. Yeah, it was, it was for the maintenance problems that they had. I would just hoard that. <laughs> I don't need it for early levels. I'll wait till I'm like 40 and I'm struggling. Yeah, but... uh. What are your thoughts, Keonta? You, you Apparently, you like this game. Yeah, I would honestly say the game is really, really good because uh, one of my friends has basically been in my ear about the game nonstop for, for since he even ever heard about it. And I'm personally not an MMO person, but I had actually been looking forward to this one after testing the waters with the beta. And even with the rocky early beta launch, I still say that the game is really great and their response is really good or really great and um my current like position on it because there's so many other games i've been playing recently like i'm waiting for Odin ring to drop uh monster on the rise came out recently as well for pc this guy plays all the games we don't play <laughs> i was about to say he's in a he's on his own pedestal i mean we needed someone like this this is <laughs> None of us were interested in Monster Hunter Rise. None of us are planning on playing Elden Ring. No. I mean, literally, all of us are looking at it and go, hey, Elden Ring's still coming out, and people are still super hype about it. Monster Hunter Rise, I'm just constantly going, hey, the Vampire DLC's coming out. Yep. That's, uh, that's what I'm really waiting for right now. I have a well, I have a friend that I got on the game, and at first he was kind of iffy about it, but he immediately was like, okay, I actually think I'm in love with this game, and he plays the game until about 6 o'clock in the morning now. Every day. Damn. <laughs> so I can tell that he really likes it. But he's also my one of my friends who's been really engaged in Lost Ark. I think he has maybe four more hours than me. 
but that's because he literally was like is hyped for just about every other game I'm hyped for right now. So he's been sinking that much time. But I do have a friend. I think his current total is at, at least like fifty hours. It's something ridiculous. But he has he does all his research for the game, and his current opinion is that the the game is amazing. So what are you currently running? Because you said you had two characters. So I'm currently running a bard. John, I'm, I'm playing an artillerist. Okay. I'm currently running with a soul fist, which is the... Uh, That's the Saiyan, right? Basically, yes. Yes. <laughs> I saw that and went, oh, Saiyan, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a... It's not the Death Blade. It's the... Demon Hunter? Yeah, the Demon Hunter, which... Only reason I picked Demon Hunter is because I was uh, I have a group of friends of at least like four or five of us that try to at least try to group up to play most of the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, so what are you guys gonna play? What are you gonna play? What are you gonna play? At least three of them said Deathblade, and I was like, okay, I'm not touching that, even though it looks really cool. So I went with Demon Hunter, and Soulfist is what I played all my beta time on, and I honestly would say it's a a really really fun class because you have the uh, the Z hype up. I think it's like the key or ki where you can kind of just, like, hype yourself up, do more damage, move around, resets, and just overall fun. I know late game you get a spirit bomb, and that's all I cared about. I was about to say, I saw that, because, like, my first 30 minutes of the game was just watching the character videos and then seeing the specialization. And I was looking at Soul Fist and just going, oh, there's a bunch of Key Blast. Oh, that's a Kamehameha. Oh, they're charging. Is that a damn spirit bomb? <laughs> I can't remember what it is. He gets a spirit bomb. I sit in a little turret that locks me in place. Yeah. I saw that with the male gunslinger. I went, oh, okay. That's nifty. (laughs) Which the artillerist does look really fun. Oh, it's it's fun to play. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of its, like, Z, like, burst skill or whatever it is, like, where he jumps in the turret right now. That's mainly just because I don't have... I don't have the skills unlocked for it right now. So it's very underwhelming at the point I'm at. Uh, but everything else about the class I'm having a lot of fun with. It's a, uh, it's not the, it so far hasn't been the high, like the highest damage that I've seen, but I, I mean, I can, I can blow up waves of enemies faster than anybody else I've seen so far. Uh, with all the, um, like the reviews I've seen for the class, it seems that artillerist is more of a ad clear kind of class. Yeah. It's, it's, at least from what I've experienced, it's much more like, okay, the hordes of enemies are over there. I'll go take care of that. You guys you guys get the rest of it. And I I'll went I went barred with my Z and I can heal on my X second buff and I'm just like either fight, don't piss me off, or I leave you. <laughs> you want shields, fuck off. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, right because currently I like I said, I've got like somewhere between sixteen and eighteen hours in my my character's around like level thirty two or so, and I, uh, I did my first match made dungeon because I've been soloing all of them before, and so I did the, the first one with actual matchmaking, and uh, it's a lot, it's a lot easier. Yes, it's a lot faster, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the solo effort, John. Well, I soloed the like the previous dungeon because some of them like the early zone uh dungeons are like kind of small you go through like three little areas uh and have a couple like boss fights there the the other dungeons like you gotta traverse it's like you gotta traverse this large damn cavern and like you gotta like 
three boss fights or something in it, but they're spread out a lot further. There's way more ads, and they're just soloing. It just takes a lot longer to do. I, I was still funny, funny that you went, you get the second boss and went, yeah, I'm still solo this. I was committed. <laughs> I wasn't leaving. It wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't hard. I, okay. I, the, it was just time consuming. Yeah. The first like of the bigger dungeons I did, I did, I de- died for my first time during that, but that was because I hit the wrong, I hit the wrong key, hit my Z key and locked myself into place Oops. And when I was surrounded by enemies and I just got Ooh. fucking bursted. See, uh, I've only got two hours in, so I've done the prologue and then just done the initial, like, city stuff in there. And I opened it, I got to the adventure book they can open it up, and I went, shit. <laughs> I was like, y'all have a track record of finding shit? Shit. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I'm trying to complete this thing for stupid rep rewards. <laughs> Well, the thing with the completing the adventurer's tome is the, I think, the level 100 thing. You actually or, get good stuff for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was looking at is you actually get decent things for it if you complete each one. For I assume there's a different page for each zone. Yep. And there's a... It's it basically do the same. It's like do all of the same type of stuff in every zone. Uh, but you get... You, I mean, rewards are good. Yeah, we'll see. Because I guess I got... I'll see because... At some point, I want to link up with you, John. Keontae, I'm not sure, because I'm just going to be like, I'm pointless here um, with you and your freaking Deathblade friends. Well, my friends are currently, one of them is a female gunslinger, which actually has an advantage over the male gunslinger because of the male gunslinger's shotgun thing, but I'm not going to go into that. But I think my other friend is playing a sorceress, and I'm not sure about the other guy. Yeah, because I, I know one of my friends who started playing it this morning, uh, he's playing uh, Gunlancer. See, I looked, I saw Gunlancer, and all I could think of is, it seems very tedious and boring to me. Well, it, from what he said, he, he was curious about playing it because he was a big fan of the gun, like the Gunlancer and Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. So he w- and he also wanted to play like a, a tankier class. And apparently, Gunlancer is about as tanky as we have. But that's what I got from everything we have right now. If you want to tank, it's either Gunlancer or the Weird Berserker. Is, would that be an agreement, Keontae? Uh, that, and I'm pretty sure the Paladin is like close runner up, but it doesn't have near as much defense as the other two. Yeah. Pal- so if you're running a team without a warrior, guys, uh, I hope you can dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, from from what I understand of the game, is it's. There's not necessarily, like, the traditional MMO, like, trio of healer, DPS, tank. It's more of tanky, supporty, and a lot of fucking damage. I guess we should backtrack a little. So, just, for if you, for some reason, haven't checked out Last Ark and don't know anything, it is a top-down action game where you're attacking stuff, doing combos, things like that, and activating skills more in a... Uh, open world action type game versus RPG. Think of Path of Exile, things like that, if you've ever played any of those, because we never actually bothered mentioning any of the mechanics. We just dove I just, into I it. Just assume, <laughs> I just assume. This is one of those ones that I assume people know about, because it's been, I mean, hell, the, it, it's top in charts on release day, and people have been waiting on it for like six years. For that small margin of you, I got you. <laughs> yeah, for the small margin, he's, he's got you covered. <laughs> but uh, 
overall, so Keontae, since you have the most, what does in-game content look like in this game so far? In-game content, which didn't I get to? Okay, was, what's uh, mid-game content? <laughs> um, I would honestly say there's really it doesn't really feel like there's too much of a difference until you hit level fifty. Yeah. Because I've done my research and my friend that's all he ever talks about because he was talking about that before I even left earlier. And uh, end game is chaos dungeons. Uh, I think guardian raids, yeah, chaos dungeons, guardian raids, and like the, there's a uh, boss rush. Yeah, and I think the or there's another dungeon or there's something like chaos dungeons, but I can't remember what it's called. And you can also do islands, which is how you get your main resources for specking late game. The heck is islands? Island. Well, you get a ship at some point. Don't know when. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have a ship to traverse. I think I'm about to get it. Uh, if if uh, some of what I've seen is because I think the the zone that I'm in when I leave the zone, I have I'm supposed to travel to a new continent. Most likely. I never got that far. I think I got to maybe level 32 and 32, 31 in the actual like beta switch characters just to mess around with everything. And then I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely get this game. And then I stopped playing. And then something John and me were actually talking about is apparently the game actually promotes having alternate characters because you were saying, John, once you max a character, you get something mm. that's called like a power pass or something. Yeah, there's. Well, one thing is uh, some of the end game content, like uh, the Chaos Dungeons and Guardian Raids, are kind of like number locked per mm-hmm. character. So you can only do a certain amount per character per day. Gotcha. But uh, when you, from from what I understand, when you max a character out, you gain a power pass that you can, when you make a new character, you can use that on them. And then it kind of gives you the Cliff Notes version of the story where you're not having to spend the 20 hours to run through the story again where you can do it a little bit quicker and it's basically the the fast or their way of going well we kind of want you to know what's going on we don't want to put you in in-game content without knowing what your abilities do so here's the fast way to get there but we're still going to make you play it and then apparently you get two of those yeah you get one i think once you hit level 50 and then your character is supposed to leave like the the next area after the the, the second one or something. And then you get your second power pass, and they only give you two for free. Yeah, but I mean, three three basically fairly or two easily maxed characters after playing through the first one. That's not bad. Yeah. Which I'm tempted to actually hold on to my second power pass and use it for one of the. Uh, Characters that will eventually come in the coming months because we have, I can't remember what the mecha class is, but that one looks really cool. Wait, mecha class? What? There is a, I think, marksman type class that is a guy who has a mech. He has a, like, sentry that follows him, on his, like, like floats behind him. He actually wears basically a Gundam suit, except it's, like, small. So what, this is a gunslinger specialization, or is this a whole new base class? I think it's a gunslinger specialization. Either gunslinger or whatever the guy with the bow is. Uh, yeah, they're they're all like the, the say, ranger specialization. Okay. I was about to say gunslinger the, does bow or guns. Yeah, it should then it should be in that one. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know I don't really know what my third character will be. I know my second character. I'm probably gonna play a paladin, just because I don't normally play the, like the supporty play style in MMOs or 
in any games really. No. So I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a shot and let's, because I know like, like people I typically play with. Zach's the guy who plays supports, uh, in just about everything. So it'll maybe which, <laughs> maybe if he wants to do some damage, I'll just play the support. Which that became that became a dumb thing just because that was back when we actually played league. And it was literally a choice made based on the fact that we constantly, constantly kept playing when I was trying to eat. So I went, what can I play while I eat? And I went, fuck it, support. <laughs> and for some reason, it stuck. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it doesn't matter the game. You tend to, you tend to go to the supporty characters. Well, after that, the league's what started. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, so far, I'm enjoying the game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I mean, overall, if you had to give it a rating between 10, I give it a 7, but I'll also only have two hours. Mine might change. Uh, I'd say right now, I'm I'm in, I'm in enjoying, I'd say probably an 8 right now, just because, one, I'm not, I haven't reached, I haven't reached in-game content. That, that's, in these type of games, that's usually the make or break of it. Uh, so when I get there, that may change. It may go, may go up a point, or may go down if I don't enjoy it. But um, I'm currently of the opinion that it's either a strong nine or a definite ten. But as he as he mentioned, whenever it hits end game, I like grindy stuff. But at the same time, there's so much else going on that I might kind of just fall off the earth when it comes to the game. Yeah, yeah. February is a big month. Yeah, I will say there's there are a lot of like little systems in this game that just kind of come out at you as you play through the story like there's a card based like deck system for passive bonuses there's an engraving system for passive bonuses uh there's a stronghold system like for your base where you uh can do like some crafting and uh like crafting send out like expeditions and things like that uh it just kind of sneaks up on you how much they're actually how much like side things there actually are that just coincide with the main game. Yeah. And I sort of got that from the little bit of I've played or just because I was looking through the menu bars and just seeing a ton of locked systems. I was like, Oh, I'll meet you eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be curious to see end game as well. Cause it seems like a lot of equipment management to really more or less going to go back to item level crap of trying to get max out your item level stuff just based on enhancements and things like that. Just a lot of micromanaging of gear. Oh yeah. Well with the um the item level thing, the I guess like the good and bad thing about that is it doesn't really focus on how high your item level is. It all everything revolves around your engravings. And if you don't actually know everything about the engraving systems, it's 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 basically it will pull you in, you'll waste all your in game money and you'll be either grinding or spending to try to actually get the money back because <laughs> it's it's best to actually watch a video on the engraving I, system. I watched a brief one on it, and it's there's a lot of engravings. Okay. Their, their recommendation in the video, uh, which I'll kind of repeat for anybody that's might might make the mistake, is hold on hold on to anything you have. It's like you there's an engraving mission where they kind of briefly talk to you about it. I'd say feel free to mess with it a little bit there, and but other than that, just kind of hold on to it uh, because you'll start getting like chests with all kinds of books that you can get for all the engravings. 
unless you know what you want, like unless you know what you're going to want to use, I don't know how common those are. So I don't know how frequently you'll be getting them or if they're drops at some point or what. But uh, and so unless you know specifically what you're wanting to go for, might be best to hold on to it for a little bit. And the same thing with um, your potions, actually. Um, there are certain potions that you don't want to use early game. Then they're like uh, percent max health potions. So if you're like, you waste those. Those go in, every time I get them, they go in storage. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I so they're a rare commodity I gotta get? Well, you can, once you get to the stronghold and you kind of unlock the, like the, the life skills, like foraging and things like that, you can start getting the, in, like, you can forage for the ingredients and then you can craft them in your, in your stronghold. But, uh, what you actually get in the story, I mean, the other, the other potions work. I mean, they're, they're great. I, I've, I mean, they work just as good. I mean, I, hell, I've, aside from a few instances where I'm just like deciding not to dodge out of the way of like boss attacks, I'm not taking too much damage. Yeah. I sort of saw that from the first, just boss you interact with for the prologue as well. Yeah. It's like, unless, I mean, if you're being careful with it or if you're playing smart, you don't take too much damage. And then when you do, it's like you gradually get better and better just like potions in general. So, I mean, you can just, it's like you can pop those on and they work just as good. Okay. Well, any final thoughts on Lost Ark at this point in time? Uh, For right now, I'm just, I'm going to be excited to get back and play it some more. I'm kind of looking forward to just hopping back in and seeing how far I can get. I'll play it until Dynasty Warriors comes out. Oh, we got uh, we got TFT too. Oh, that's right, TFT does. Co- you gonna join us on TFT, Keontae? Is it the neon lights set? Well, this is the set six point five, so this is the in between the neon lights. Hey, I mean, shoot me an invite. They, they changed. They they changed quite a bit. I've been I've been reading up, up on it a little bit. Yeah, because I. And, 15th? I think so. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. So 15th for TFT. So prepare for next week, everyone. <laughs> We're going to have Dep- Hor- Horizon and then John and me going off about TFT. Yeah. Depen- <laughs> depending on how, depending if, uh, if if I can be pulled away from Lost Ark or if I get really into TFT uh, for a few days, there we might just ramble on about it for a bit. But... I think that's going to wrap us up for the most part, I think, unless you got anything else. Uh, no, I think we're pretty good to wrap up here. You got anything, Keontae? Nothing for me. All righty. Well, going to mention again, we do have the website at sparky3.com. If you're actually watching this on the website, thank you. If you're a member, if you're not a member, why? It's free. Uh, so check that out in WWE dot sparky3.com there's also our merch store sparky3shop.com and of course if you're watching us on youtube or any other platform like comment subscribe rate it does help if you're watching this on youtube hit that subscribe button to help us out for the community on there then you can also hit the bell if you actually want to be notified whenever game set it goes up animan plus a terrible football show and then talking about movies and stuff we're gonna have an episode of the guy Hopefully again here in like a month or two, depending on what's coming out and everything like that. 
Um, no, I think that hits everything me. What you got, John? Uh, just if you made it to the end of the video with us, thank you very much. Uh, also, we do, I don't know if we, if Zach had mentioned it before, we do have a Discord channel as well that might be linked in the description. If it not, will. yeah, it, it should be, uh, unless I forget it. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you for being here and, uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. And you got any funny comments, Keontae? Like, uh, thanks for having me. All right. Thanks for joining us. Maybe get you on another one at some point when something else interesting. Maybe on that Monster Hunter Vampire <laughs> DLC because I honestly have no idea if it's going to be Vampire, but I assume based on this, all the aesthetics, and I know none of us are going to play it. So. <laughs> but thank you again, everyone. Uh, until next week. Bye. See you.